Welcome to Uncomfortable Questions with Kelsey. I would like to start the episode with a listener advisory. In this episode, we talk a lot about Mormonism and our own individual experiences with the church, as well as leaving the church. We are pretty candid with our opinions of certain issues and topics. There may be sensitive topics discussed here that may be offensive to some. If you think you may be one of those people, we are truly sorry to you and would suggest waiting for the next episode. Please understand as well that these are our experiences and we do not assume to say that this is everyone's experience. Please enjoy Uncomfortable Questions with Kelsey. And I have saved my bacon. My greasy, greasy bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zycam. What is you know, it? You've never seen Zycam? Mm-hmm. They have I don't like Zycam. I see it multiple, multiple times. Countless times I've taken, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a sore throat. I take Zycam as frequently as they tell me to, and it does not persist. Mm, that's nice. Is it like a prescription? No, it's over no. the counter. You can get it in a bunch of different methods. There's a chewable gummy mm. that I just got. The one that I think works the best, but it's really gross. It's like a chalky tablet <laughs> oh, that melts in your mouth. Yeah. Huh. It Ooh, doesn't melt in nice. your mouth. You have to really like... It's <laughs> chalky. <laughs> I'd rather be sick. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate well, being I w- sick. Yeah, I don't like being sick. I would definitely do it, but try it. Emergency works well for me so far. Emergency works well for me. I like emergency. It tastes a lot better than oh, Zycam. Oh, yeah, it's like soda. It's really good. It's like soda? I ha- <laughs> yes. No. Like an it's awful bubbly, soda. It's orange flavored. <laughs> bubbly. It's good. I like it. No. Okay. So today we have a very special guest. Oh, stop. (laughs) Today's guest is uh, yours truly, Barnabas, (laughs) a.k.a. Brad. So, yeah, time to get uncomfortable with me. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with you. Like initially, and then I think people become very comfortable with you, but I think people can be very confused by you. What are you trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think that is? That they're uncomfortable with him off the... What does he do that makes people that way? Yeah. Um, I think he is so unapologetically himself. (laughs) Yes. And himself is (laughs) like... Zero to sixty, and not like he could be like happy and joking, and then really pissed off. No, he—that's exactly what he is. <laughs> um, but I—I I don't do feel that's like not true. you. I don't feel like you're like that. I feel like you used to be like that, honestly, way more than you are now. I feel like you've gotten much more mellow. Anxiety, I guess, or it's like tired, overworked. Mm. That's how <laughs> oh, I was before. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yes. Not, okay. not, yes. not, not as anywhere near as much now. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So. I would agree with that. Yeah, that makes everything's sense. harder when you're overworked and already tired and stressed. Yes. Let me yeah. let me clarify that that's probably mostly with employees. I think people who meet you that are not employees maybe don't have that same feeling. Although yeah. you are not afraid to share your opinion in all its forms right from the get-go with strangers. And so maybe that's <laughs> where they would feel that way. But with the em- with employees, I feel like they're like, I don't know what this guy's about. <laughs> yeah, I can see that with employees. Uh, yes, and you, also maybe because yeah. you've heard that. Bosses are already <laughs> intimidating, and then you throw in, yeah. <laughs> just well, you being a character you. like Brad. Yeah. 
I you're also that. so like intent and focused at work that you seem angry when you're not like, yeah, I I'm know you're not very angry, rarely angry at work. Yeah. It's, it's just that I'm there to do my job and yeah. I have out. kids <laughs> at home and yes. Although Kelsey hasn't ever worked with us when well, while we have worked together mm-hmm. at Stackhead, and that was a different thank God, yeah, for her. <laughs> but she also knew us before, so I don't think she would have been as confused as some other people. Absolutely, or as concerned. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like, I probably would have been. She stabs uncom- him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they fight. Physically I've fight. <laughs> we don't <laughs> anymore. Anyway, <laughs> disclaimer. Um, Not in the last week. <laughs> Is that a better. new record? <laughs> yeah, one week. <laughs> Seven days without an accident. <laughs> Quote, unquote, accident. Well, like six and a half. <laughs> okay, should I do your intro now? <laughs> yeah. There was a pause, okay. Yeah, if you want to do one. We can pick. You might, you, <clears> might, <throat> you might not, you might feel weird doing yourself. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, and then Liz launched right Ooh. in the meat of it. <laughs> <laughs> Weighted Which shoulder nothing wrap. nothing wrong with that. Oh. Nice. Actually, I think I would just prefer a blanket. But if you had it blanket. in the, like, put it in the microwave and then you put Let's it on. Let's do an it's episode like nice where we just go page by page. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would actually be yeah. nice because so many people, like, That's have true. their shoulders Tension. too high. Yeah. I feel like it would be nice to force you to, like, put them down. I thought you meant the podcast of us going page by page of a magazine would be nice because people are so tense that they would love to listen to that. Okay, okay. Everybody pause. Kelsey, do the intro. Okay. Today, we are interviewing a co-host, Bradley Eves. Just kidding. Don't call him Bradley. He'll get mad. His legal name is Brad. Just a little mad. Just so everybody knows. Mm -hmm. I like to call him Bradley sometimes, though. That's okay. You can call me Bradley. I'll call you what I want to call you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But we will be interviewing him today. About his life and experiences and asking some uncomfortable questions. I hope they're the most uncomfortable. (laughs) They will be. Don't worry. Not for me. I know that I won't be uncomfortable, but I know that my answers will make people uncomfortable. So that'll be fun. Okay, let's get to it. All right. What do you got for me? Let's start with a real firecracker. What do you got? Yeah. (laughs) Where was I born? Let's see. My questions don't work like that. Yeah, right, right, right. They just You didn't have anything in the... You have anything in the barrel? No, nothing specific. So, so I would I would like to kind of get like a timeline of your life and get to know you about more about your childhood and that mm-hmm. aspect of your life. So, would you say you had a great childhood, a fun childhood? No, I, <laughs> yeah, I would say I had a really oh, good childhood. Okay, okay, yeah. I could even say, would it help if I said, like, what are some of your favorite childhood memories? No. No? <laughs> God damn it. You're going to be hard. <laughs> I, I really don't. I mean, my childhood was, I think, well, I was going to say pretty similar to other people's, but I don't think that's true. Mm, in what in, ways? Well, God, I don't know. Okay. A very boring, I guess. Very boring <laughs> life. No. no. <clears throat> it's not that boring. We'll get in. We'll, I'm sure there's <laughs> very lots of stuff. I just don't know where to start. Yeah, that's I, even now. I'm trying to think of where to go next. Well, growing hard. up, we the first thing that comes to mind my childhood is growing up is that we all, you guys all went to Adams Elementary, right? 
No, we did not. We didn't go to oh, school. Oh, you guys were. <laughs> that's right. You guys were homeschooled. Yes. Okay, no, so Liz and I, school. Liz and I, we went to Adams Elementary, and they did uh, on track and off track. Oh, oh right. So there wasn't like a school year and then summer and then Eventually school year. Eventually, did go to that. Yeah, I think like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, maybe. towards the end of the school, our elementary school experience, but it used to be yeah. tracks. Yeah. Mm. But I really liked it because then we got time during the year like regularly to just like do stuff mm-hmm. and, and be a kid my be yeah my favorite thing was to go to this like foresty area by our house mm-hmm. and there was we would take wood and nails and hammers and we mm-hmm. built a like a multi-level tree house it was really multi-level. cool yeah. that's awesome that's do what we any, would do, do on off pictures? track no. That sounds amazing. I, I mean, we could. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they they could have lugged out a, a film camera. <laughs> we took our Polaroid with us and <laughs> took photos. So that's probably one of my favorite memories from my childhood is that we would build tree houses. We did one there, and then I feel like you guys you guys know the Dirt Hills yep. by my house? Yeah. Yep. There was also a tree house we built right there, too. Mm. That oh, was really I cool. Think I went that one was in better. Once. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are you doing in my tree house? <laughs> I don't know. The thing Maybe about that one, though, <laughs> I did go in there one time <laughs> in, like, sophomore year, and there was a big jug of Vaseline in there, so, what? you know, <laughs> one can speculate. Was that yeah. Gary? I bet that was Gary. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was other kids that hung out in there. It definitely wasn't kidding. mine. <laughs> no, that the thing about that tree house, though, was that like multiple people contributed to building and putting mm-hmm. that one together. So that one was a lot nicer. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. And, and then, it was, it was sturdy. You bit, you oh, built yeah, like and it a was legit huge. tree house. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> so fun. It was really cool. What do you remember about it, Heidi? Oh, nothing. My memory is so <laughs> bad. I just have a vague memory of going in there, but oh. I, I mean, I went well. to Hawaii when I was eight and I don't recall <laughs> any, I recall, my mom never let us have gum when we were little, but when we flew on airplanes, she let us. So I remember she got each of us a pack of gum, and I ate it all so fast <laughs> that I got so sick. And to this day, I hate that kind of gum. <laughs> the extra, the dark blue kind, uh-huh. makes me thick, sick. Just Liz thick. just hates it gum in general. It makes me thick. <laughs> just Is that because of about it. the pressure and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah. Adjusting? Yeah, yeah, she would let us have it. So, um, And then it got really sunburned. And that's all of that I remember of Hawaii <laughs> at eight years old. <laughs> well, I got really sunburned so. in Hawaii, too. <laughs> did you? Yeah, but I was like 15. Oh, <laughs> so. you knew a little better than me. I did. <laughs> But I still got sunburned. So, you know. That's too bad. At eight years old, should you be in charge of your own sunscreen or should your parents still be sunscreening you? I yeah. would think most parents. The latter. Yeah, yeah, which is why we got sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should talk a little more about that today. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I don't remember much about your treehouse, just uh, like a vague recollection of going in it. Who did you go there with? Probably David, my older brother. Oh, yeah. We I don't remember going in a treehouse, but we used to ride there, down. Right? Uh-huh, yeah. We would ride bikes down there all the time. Did you guys ride bikes on the dirt hills? Yeah. Oh yes, we like doing the jumps it. and uh-huh. the. <laughs> we probably crossed paths at yeah. one point. Probably. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I love the dirt hills. <laughs> yeah, we'd be gone for hours, like yeah. just riding bikes around, going to the mm-hmm. dirt hills. It was really fun. <laughs> Do you guys also ride your bikes to the Albertsons? I think. Well, on Fairfield know. Road, yeah, you would ride your bike there. I would ride my bike I mean, there. I would rollerblade there. I like 
hard hill to come back up. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> true. Steady hill. Mm. But it's not steep. It's got it's an incline steep, for yeah. a steady oh, incline. Miles. <laughs> miles. Miles. It's like a mile though. and a half. <laughs> miles. When we would go there and buy the 25 cent Jones soda. Oh. oh fun. And then we would bike all the way home. Oh, that's <laughs> fun. It was fun. I, I biked to Target a few times with Sadie when I was little. Well, we'd bike to Target too. Yeah. My that was parents would not, well, not parents, my mom, well, maybe my dad would care. I don't know. Not be a fan of me biking really? to Albertsons or Target. <laughs> with you, I mean, I probably wouldn't with my kids either. But at the time, it was like, just that's what everyone did. All the kids did it. Really? <laughs> yeah. On free Jamba Juice Day, we would ride our bikes to the Jamba Juice by North mm. Layton Junior High, too. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just left Junior High to go over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were usually like early in the morning, so you'd have to get there before school. I guess it was an all-day thing, but were, we would. Did you get? Yeah. You rode the bus in junior high? Yeah, but on free Jamba Juice Day, you had to get there earlier Extra so that you early. could get a Jamba Juice before school. Mm. Or if it was in the summer or whenever. Right. I don't know if there was any in the summer, but we would do that, too. Yeah. Good memories. Yeah. Oh, that treehouse, though. Back to that. <laughs> Somebody burned it down in high school. Oh, yeah. sad. On purpose? Do you know? I don't know if it was on purpose accident. or not, hmm. but... I just remember one day there being a bunch of fire trucks down there and my oh, treehouse wow. was burned down. Sad. sad. Probably the guy with the Vaseline. Who knows? <laughs> you had to burn the evidence. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> there was one time, though, at the Dirt Hills, me and Cody were there and we had uh, the, like ground flowers that spin. Oh, yeah. Mm, uh-huh. yeah. And probably some other fireworks. And we ran out of fireworks. And so we're like, let's just light the weeds on fire. Oh, and like, no. Oh. Well, we'd get like clumps. This isn't the first time this happened to me either. We'd get clumps of weeds and we would light them on fire and then we'd put them out. <laughs> and I don't know why we would do this or why it was so interesting, but uh, it got to a point where we'd lit one and we let it go for just like a hair too long. And there was oh, no amount geez. of stomping that we oh. could do to get it out. Oh. And so we just booked it. Oh, and no. as we're coming, luckily there's like no houses right there. There's no like big tree. It's just like, you guys know, it's yeah. like big open field. Dirt. Uh, yeah, mo- a lot of dirt. And so as we're running out, I can just hear this really loud crackling behind us. <laughs> and there was a neighbor on the lawn and she looks at us as we're running by. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what she was thinking, but I'm sure she thought we were up to no good. Because yeah. we never were, were up to any to good. Yeah, we never were up to any good. <laughs> And then uh, a few minutes later, we heard sirens, and and then we rode our bikes back down there to see what was going on, and <laughs> the whole side of the hill oh was on fire. Gosh, and I was like, oh, jeez. The one Horrible. upside to that is that it cleared good paths for more bike trails, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. neighborhood kids probably were appreciative of yeah, that. <laughs> they liked it. Oh, so that's, that's funny. like one of the, that's probably like the worst, like, Felony level. I don't know. Is that a felony? Would that be a felony thing? Uh, yeah. Arson? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably like the worst thing that, ever. That's <laughs> the worst thing you've ever done? I would have uh, thought there was something more intense. Okay. To be I've honest. done like a lot of dumb things, but <laughs> that like, could have been, that could have been really yeah. bad. Uh-huh. The other time it happened, it was in a neighborhood and there was houses on, so it was an empty lot. And then me and the neighbor kid were playing with matches. <laughs> when our house was being built. Mm. So we were across the street from our house and we were just doing the same thing. We would have, we had this 
uh, what's it like a piece of plywood that we would put weeds on. Mm. And again, I don't know what the fascination yeah, is with just like seeing things burn. But same thing. We just let it get too big at one point and we couldn't do anything about it. So we, we ran away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like the worst thing you can do. Yeah, yeah I know. I know now. <laughs> I was like six then. So. Oh, yeah, that's but young. Did luckily you the neighbor, what? Did you learn your lesson no. after the second I time? mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. The... The crazy thing is, is we went back to our house, which was directly across the street. My dad was in there working and he was in the front room. There's a big picture window right there. And you could see the lot across the street. And he was in that room working on something and he didn't see any of it happen. Oh my wow. gosh. Or he did. And he just decided that today yeah. he wasn't going to get Today he's trouble. not my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that kid The neighbors is. came out really fast with hoses and put it out, but like. I'm sure they saw that yeah. it was us and where, where we ran to. Crazy. It was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. Crazy. Did crazy. you get into more trouble with Gary or Cody? Cody. Gary was. Mm, Gary's Gary, a tattletale. Yeah, Gary was the tattletale. Oh, me of the too. Family. <laughs> you were a tattletale? Yes. <laughs> My parents Remind got. Remind me next time we're doing something bad. I've, I've gotten really good now. <laughs> I've gotten so much trouble for tattletelling. My parents actually told me to stop. They were so annoyed <laughs> that I would tell them everything. And so now I don't tattle. I can keep a secret like nobody's business now. <laughs> <laughs> Scout does that to bear. <laughs> yeah, she's already tattling. Just yeah. her too. She's tattling. He took it. He <laughs> took it from me. Away. <laughs> Take it away. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's funny. Interesting that Gary was a tattletale too. Yeah, he was. There uh, another instance with fire. Oh wow! <laughs> fire problem at the dirt hills again. Oh wow! Uh, Cody and I were there, but this time we were like on this concrete pipe over a river, so that like if the fire, like we could just put stuff out in the river but we had like these army men and these barbie dolls and we were just like burning them with <laughs> probably some kind of lighter fluid and matches yeah and then <clears throat> but it was like hidden like off the street like you couldn't just like see it in the open yeah you had to drop down like nine or ten feet to where this was and so we were down in there playing and all of a sudden we hear a voice above us like Oh, I'm telling mom and dad. Oh. And then you guys can't go to Flaming Gorge. <laughs> and then we look up and we see Gary like hunching over the edge of the <laughs> the railing. And we're like, no. And he takes <laughs> off running up the street and we're chasing after him. And and because we like legit in our minds thought that uh, that we wouldn't be able to go to Flaming Gorge, which was our yearly family trip. Right. And um, we caught up to him and we... We, I think we convinced him not to tell our parents, but <laughs> we were like super scared. Yeah, you know, we were like ten then or eleven is all. Trip so is yeah. Be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we also should. We probably should have been tattled on. Yeah, right. When it comes to fire stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. that's scary. My parents caught me with playing with fire all the time, mm-hmm. and they, my dad would like hold matches under my finger just to oh. like, not to like, just right. let me feel the heat uh-huh. to be like this would really burn you and really yeah, hurt you I if something that happened. just piqued your interest even It might more. have. I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> For some kids, it might have worked, but not you. <laughs> You're like, I mean, oh. it didn't. I still like to play with fire. So. <laughs> Campfires, big fire, whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure our dad did that with our brother Daniel because mm-hmm. he, he started something on fire, like in the oh, house. Oh, I think he was... Ooh. 
hiding underneath a bed and a mattress had a string oh, yeah. down. You lit it on fire? He lit yeah. the string, yeah. So I think they, I think my parents like burned his fingers or something trying to teach him a lesson. Oh, man. <laughs> Which, yeah, sounds awful. I'd stop burning stuff after that. <laughs> but they never really burned me though right. so maybe that was maybe they needed to burn yeah. me to <laughs> teach me but to teach you your lesson i never learned because this may there was one time i like folded a paper airplane and then lit it on fire for some reason and then in the basement it? like in the basement of our house and then i put it out and then i hid it under the stairs Talk instead of the underwear what? i'll get to that point you lit underwear uh, on <laughs> Yeah. But, it, but it's a memory he's not quite sure is his. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, th- and that's the thing. I don't know if this one was me. It, knowing my track record, it probably was me. Yeah. <laughs> but I have no recollection of it. <laughs> so anyway, the I hid the paper airplane, half-burned airplane, under our stairs in the basement. And then sometime later, my parents found it. And there was some, like, school carnival happening that day that we were all going to go to. And... They were like, who did this? And I wouldn't fess up to it. And so they canceled going to this carnival, which we were all devastated Aww, about. And sad. then me and my little brother, we used to share a bedroom in the basement. And I was, I had convinced him to go tell my parents that he did it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had like these like reward point things that we would get from my parents, like mm. if we did chores or like whatever else. And then we could use them. We could cash them in for prizes or whatever and i said i'll, I'll give you 10 of these <laughs> of these bucks or whatever they were yeah. and you go tell mom and dad that you did it and he's like okay so he goes and he opens our bedroom door and he just goes looks up like this and <laughs> and I'm, my parents are standing right there and he says i i did it i burned the airplane and i put it there and, and they're like we know you didn't you can go upstairs <laughs> and then they came in and i don't remember what happened after that i think they had a good talking to with me but <laughs> I was a bad brother. I'm <laughs> just a bad person. No, that's that's what's like <clears throat> it's so interesting because yeah, like you just didn't want to get in trouble, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So you were thinking of any way you could get out of that. So it's like, oh, I So could, you should go get I in could, trouble yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I could convince my little brother to take the the heat for that. Yeah. So <laughs> I think everybody does that. Don't feel too bad. Oh good. <laughs> Or at least tried to do that. Tried to get out of trouble <laughs> yeah, any way that they could. Absolutely. So. I don't think anybody, I don't think either of my brothers ever did that to me, though. So. Mm, interesting. I'm just a bad guy. No, you're not. <laughs> Who knows what kids do what they do. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure as a parent, you think that. Maybe not quite yet at their ages, but I'm oh, sure. Oh, no, Bear I'm does sure stuff that there. I'm like, why <laughs> are you doing this? Like, spits his milk. Like, there's yeah, one, there's this footstool. That has that kind of makes a bowl in the middle, and he'll just spit his milk into oh there, God. and it makes this little Whole pool puddle. of milk. <laughs> and like f- every time he does it, I get mad at him, and I'm and I make him clean it up. And then one time I asked him, I said, "Bear, why are you spitting into this chair? Why here?" And he mm-hmm. said, "I just want to make a pool." Yeah. I'm like, <sighs> I guess that being makes sense. creative and cute, and now I gotta get mad at you. But yeah, that's <laughs> hard. Yeah. But he's just playing and having fun. Hasn't figured out that when we get mad, that means he shouldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. Or he knows and he just doesn't care. Yeah, he or just he really like, eh. wants to make a pool. Yeah, that's, that's probably a combination. I really yeah. don't know. 
We'll never know. And I, cause I can't ask him in 20 years right. why he was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> can't be in that same mindset. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't even ask him in 10 years right. why yeah. he did that. He yeah. wouldn't remember. Yeah. Like I never sure. spit milk on things, dad. <laughs> You're I was crazy. a perfect boy. <laughs> <laughs> we all were perfect children, right? Yep. Yes. <laughs> no, I know I was not a perfect <laughs> child by any means. I mean, just listen to all my stories about fire. Yeah. <laughs> just one one element, one f- like fire, and you already have three, four stories about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I haven't even told. So the the one that oh, yeah, Liz was underwear. just mentioning, the underwear. So while we were building our house in Layton, we lived in Sandy, and we had like the across the street neighbors were our babysitters, and their dad was a firefighter, so that probably was good. <laughs> but. Uh, I just remember all of a sudden there was a big commotion and there people are grabbing hoses and spraying the tree and stuff. And it, I'm told that I lit my little brother's <laughs> underwear on fire and <laughs> threw it in the tree. But I don't remember doing that How at all. How old were you? Six or seven. Really? Yeah. Who told you that you did that? Do you remember? I think Gary said that I did that. Maybe Gary yeah. did it. That's, that's my, I, that's that's my theory. Gary did it, yeah. and then he blamed it on me. He didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, because I honestly have no memory of it. Yeah, I could see How that bizarre. happening. Yeah. He just tricked you into thinking it was you. Yeah, but <laughs> I have memory of doing lots of memory. other things there. Like one time I got a, a can of black spray paint, and I spray painted my name on the side of the garage. Oh, no. <laughs> and... And then when my parents asked who did it, I said, Gary, <laughs> Gary did it. Gary probably did it. And they're like, Gary wrote your name on the side of the garage. Yeah. So I remember things like that. Yeah. But I and, don't and remember. And you up to it. But yeah. But I don't remember lighting the underwear on fire. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder who did it. <laughs> I have think you, it was Gary. Have you asked Gary about it? I haven't. Maybe <laughs> he'd admit to it. Maybe. <laughs> or he, Or it's one of those things that if he did do it, and he immediately blamed it on me. And now all these years he True. told him, told yeah. himself that yeah. I did it. Who now knows? he might He's really not mind. remember. He yeah. might think like, oh yeah, Brad did that. Who mm-hmm. knows the real That's story? True. I don't know. Because True. for like decades, I was like, oh yeah, I, one time I lit my brother's <laughs> underwear on fire and threw it in the tree. And then one day I was sitting there thinking about it and <laughs> like, oh, I don't actually no remember doing that memory of doing that yeah so like why would i light it on fire and mm. throw it in the tree yeah that's not my mo i like to watch <laughs> yeah. things burn i'll light it on fire and let it sit on the ground and burn and yes. then put it out yeah. right. i'm not gonna throw it in the big the big <laughs> pine tree in the front yard yeah that's interesting <laughs> so i don't know we'll which, never know yeah really. which so. is kind of annoying <laughs> it is kind of annoying because all these years i've had that that on me mm-hmm. but might not be true probably not undeservedly so <laughs> i've done a lot of bad things <laughs> what was uh so moving on from your childhood if you want we can still talk about that <laughs> if you want but i don't know that there's much uh, i mean i mean obviously there's a lot of stuff yeah, in my childhood right. but Nothing my teen years out. are way more exciting than my childhood <laughs> okay that was my next question if if you want to share even though this is uncomfortable questions with Kelsey, <laughs> no one has to answer any of my questions. I often preface questions with that. But what would you say was like one of the worst things you did when you were a teenager? Oh, man. It's just interesting how different your teenage years were from mine because, and not that there's anything wrong with it, we're, we're just so different, but mm-hmm. like you were always 
you know, trying to go to parties and like doing <laughs> stuff with so many people and seems like you were, I, did you go to like sporting events and stuff mm-hmm. in school? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never did any of that. I hated parties. I still don't really, unless it's like a small party with my close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I went to two football games in high school. Oh, wow. That was all. Didn't I didn't go to any dances. Never went to a dance. Man, if I didn't have a <laughs> if I didn't have a job or like a shift that night, I would mm-hmm. go to all the football games, the basketball games, and then oftentimes. Which is really funny because Cam, I don't think Cam really remembers this, but after a uh, football or basketball game, Cam would just be like, party at Brad's, because I lived <laughs> oh, yeah. closest to the school. <laughs> and then we, which I was fine with, because then I was at home. Right, which and is nice. more comfortable there anyway. Yeah. But then like a ton of kids would just show up in my house <laughs> and we would party. have a party and it was fun. Did your parents dis, oh, real quick. So Liz, Brad, and I all went to high school together. Liz and I were friends in high school. I knew of you and Cam even, but I don't think I ever talked to you guys. So that's kind of interesting that I went to school with both (laughs) of you. And then 10 years later, we're like hanging out all the time and stuff. I like it. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) You probably wouldn't have liked me in high school. Yes, I've I've thought about this. I'm glad I didn't know you in (laughs) high school. (laughs) I'm glad Liz didn't know me in high school either because she wouldn't wouldn't have liked me either. I don't think I would have married you. I mean, she knew me in high school, but we weren't friends. Right. Same, yeah. So did your parents... They didn't mind that you had parties at your house all the time. They were just like, no, yeah, they loved whatever. it. My parents, oh, that's at least cool. they tell me that they really liked it. Yeah. They liked having all my friends there. And to go back to your other question of the worst thing that I ever did. Uh, I'm trying to think. The second worst thing. Okay. Now are we talking like as far, are we talking like morally or like legally Any, or oh, legally, legally. douchebaggery? morally okay so if we're gonna talk legally we've already talked about the fire stuff mm-hmm. what about the thieving, the thieving. Oh. oh you were a thief yeah. a thief, a theft. <laughs> <laughs> i was a theft okay so that's the worst yeah thing ever. okay even, that probably even tops the other thing <laughs> um the yeah i was a big thief i had mm-hmm. i had sticky fingers as they say um you're all kinds of trouble i was, I was your, bad. your parents had a hard time with you yeah Oh, real quick, did your parents, like, did they generally know about all of your, um... Oh, yeah. Shenanigans. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah. you would, would tell them. I got caught. Oh, so well, you, you weren't even great I was, at... I wasn't going home and be away. like, Mom, look at this <laughs> pack of gum I stole. He's yeah. A, he was a bad liar. He is a bad liar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like you told your mom, like, as an adult, some of the things that happened. Yeah. Like, you've even and confessed... I've told her as an adult about the fires. Oh. And some of the other like bigger things that mm. so I stole a lot growing up but never like anything big mm-hmm. it was always stupid things like uh packs of gum like there was at a time in my life I couldn't go into a grocery store without leaving with a pack of juicy fruit in my pocket <laughs> oh wow and or like one time I went to the Albertsons and I was getting some kind of snack for art class and school the next day and I paid for that mm-hmm. but like I was walking down like the toiletries aisle and there was like a really tiny bottle of mouthwash. <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny. And I just picked it up and for some reason just did my thing where like Pocket. I like walk around and I like slowly slip it up my sleeve and then put it in my pocket. Like 
I thought I was being sneaky. Yeah. And then as I was leaving the store, a guy came up to me and said, asked me to empty my pockets and I did. And then he's like, were you, you going to pay? Could you have money to pay for that? And I said, oh yeah, I can, here's money. I can pay for it. And he's like, no, you got to come with me. And then <laughs> for like a 40 cent bottle of mouthwash. <laughs> Had you already um, stolen from that store? Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, so he already my entire childhood still stuff from that store. Caught, that store. No, I've never been caught. I've okay. never been caught. So that store. He, might, he might have been watching you for a while. How he might have been, yeah. How come you would steal? Like, did you like the excitement of it? Did it start because you couldn't afford things? <laughs> I really just, don't know. I think so it was like it probably started because I'd ask for something and they my parents would tell me no, and mm. then I okay, you I wanted know. it anyways. <laughs> the uh-huh. first memory I have of stealing something. It was like a like a loose piece of candy that was in a bin by the cash register, and I was really young. And when we got home, my mom found it, and she made me go back to the store and give it to them and tell them that I had stolen it. And she, I think she thought that that would teach me not to steal, and it didn't. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you uh, you were gonna keep moving forward regardless of if yeah. you got caught or not. I mean, I never <laughs> committed any like grand larceny i never yeah. stole anything that was like big or expensive i think the most expensive no abercrombie well no abercrombie where'd you hollister, hollister jeans. jeans the Locked most expensive thing i stole was hollister jeans and probably like seven or eight pairs <laughs> and then probably 10 pairs of the hollister underwear mm. <laughs> because i worked there underwear. so i could go I could, um, what's the statute of limitations on? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, already, I already, I already talked to Hollister about it. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I would go into the dressing room during my shift with a couple boxes of the underwear and I would put them on and then I put my pants <laughs> back on and then I would come out and I'd put the boxes back on the shelf. Oh, but they had the little, boxes. these little tags that there was something you could do to them very mm-hmm. easily and they would not work anymore, but they weren't <laughs> the, they weren't the ones that had the needle and the, right. with the, the ink the thing. Ones, it was like right? a no, it, it was like a sewing metal strip yeah. that I'll just say, I don't think they'd use these anymore. Anyway, you could just bend them once oh. or twice and they wouldn't <laughs> work anymore. That's, so that's what I would do. That's not a great design. <laughs> no, it's, it was, I don't, that's why they don't use them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Now every store has the the nail or whatever, and they yes. stick them. Mm, yep. yep. But or during my shift, we would me and my buddy that also worked there, we would hide jeans behind the sofa in like the the foyer oh, of the yes. entrance the entrance yep. to Hollister mm-hmm. because they would when you're at the end of your shift they would check your bags and anything you had with you to make sure you weren't stealing and then you could go. So they would check us and then we would walk away and then we would come back after the manager was inside the store and we would just pick up our jeans oh and whatever gosh. from behind the sofa and we would leave. So horrible. And we would go to the football game. Wow. <laughs> yeah. In your brand spanking new jeans. Yep, in my brand spanking new jeans. <laughs> there was one time after I got off my shift at Hollister and we went to the a football game at Northridge. And as soon as I got there, someone uh, asked me if I had just streaked across the football field. And I said, no. And they're like, oh, weird timing then that you just happened to show up after the streaker <laughs> ran across the field. And I think to this day, that person thinks that I did that. <laughs> and I didn't. Yeah. Fess up. Yeah. <laughs> what, that seems like something you would have done, though. So I didn't. I never so streaked. I'm, I'm not saying you did, but I could see that being something you <laughs> would do. So I can see why they would. But it's not. I would not you. streak because <laughs> that feels like. Uh, and I think 
the reason why I would never streak is because in junior high, I had a good, like my best friend in junior high, we were at another friend's house and we were playing basketball in the backyard and he had to pee. And so he just went and like peed in a bush and the neighbor saw him peeing, didn't see anything, just saw that he was peeing in a bush and called the police. Oh what? my gosh. And I think because he was like 15 or so, he, it was, it wasn't as a big deal. Right. But like, it was still a really big deal yeah. for him that he had to do community service and all this other wow. stuff. And if he had been just a little older then he had been on the mm -hmm. sex offender list forever. Yeah. Crazy. So huh. no streaking yeah. is not something that I ever would do. Yeah. Because it's no. not worth the consequence. Yeah, <laughs> no. for sure. Sometimes I even worry about peeing in like the forest somewhere where there's a trail <laughs> nearby because yeah. I'm like, if someone comes around the corner and sees yeah, me, freaks out. yeah, yeah. really worries me. So I, I, and you'll, I don't know if you've ever known, I will go way away. Like if people are around and I have to go, mm. I'll walk probably way farther than I need yeah. to, to pee because yeah. Makes sense. I don't want to have to move. I don't want to have to go to all yeah. my neighbors for something as stupid as peeing in a bush. Yeah. Yes. So, That's crazy. Yeah. So going back to your partying days, mm -hmm. did you ever drink when you were in high school? Did you try? Not in high school. No. Really? That kind of right after me. high school. Okay. Yeah. Was it like, well, it's surprising that you would have tried it so soon after high school. Um, was it like a conscious decision you weren't going to drink in high school or did the opportunity just not really present mm. itself until right after? It's probably a, like a little bit of both. Mm. Okay. Not a lot of the parties or people that I hung out with or went to did drink or had alcohol. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't do it. Gotcha. But then... I graduated and then the place that I worked, they had beer in the fridge and I oftentimes closed mm -hmm. that place. And the kid that I worked with, we were the same age, but at the end of the shift, we would go up and drink a beer on the roof. I'm not sure why, but <laughs> <laughs> we would just go just drink beer fun. on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and then like my best friend in high school, we had like a falling out right after graduation because he had like been on one date with this girl and then I took her out and like, mm -hmm. he was like completely done. Didn't want anything to do with her. I took her out once I kissed her mm -hmm. and then he got all butthurt about Aww. it. And so he didn't like talk to me for a long time over that, which mm -hmm. is like stupid, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know what are you going to do? <laughs> so I wasn't able, like I wasn't hanging out with him. And so I was hanging out with this other kid that I worked with and he I think he went to Ogden High, but so I didn't know him in high school until mm -hmm. he got a job with me. Um, but then he had a party at his house one weekend when his parents were gone, and that was like the first time I like really drank. Mm. And Did he had like a hookah, it? and um, no, <laughs> <laughs> too much. Yeah, yeah, I drank drink way, way too, too much, much? <laughs> because it was new. Like yeah. the only thing I had ever done before was have like a low point mm -hmm. beer yeah. on a rooftop, right? And that that was it. Yeah, and. I went to his house and I did that thing where you just like grab alcohol and you right. mix it because you don't know what you're doing. Yes. And I probably poured six ounces of Bacardi coconut rum into a cup and then like two ounces of Coke. Oh, oh wow. And then drank that and then had another <laughs> one. And I was smoking the hookah. <laughs> and then very quickly got very sick. Yes. <laughs> so I was like throwing up outside the house. Ugh, and that sounds awful. I, I think I gave him my car keys pretty early in the night because I was like, I can't go anywhere today. That's and, good. Good for you. And then I slept. At it. I got so sick. I went downstairs and I laid on a beanbag and 
like covered myself with a blanket and they were smoking like after I went downstairs, they started smoking a blueberry flavored uh, sheesh for the hookah. And so the whole house just smelled really bad, like blueberries. <laughs> yeah. And for a long time, and even sometimes still, I can't do blueberry. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because that was so sick, and that Ugh. smell. Did it's yeah. mostly the artificial. Yeah. Excuse me. It's mostly like the artificial blueberry yeah, smell and blueberry. flavor. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because like real blueberries don't taste anything like yeah. artificial <laughs> exactly. blueberry, which is weird. Yes. But Same with banana. Does not Fake banana yeah. does not taste like banana. You know, I heard... Banana candy tastes more like what bananas used to taste like. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's yeah. true. We'll never know. Nope. <laughs> never, never know. Never know. So I had the opposite drinking experience as you because I didn't start drinking till I was 20. Well, I think I had my first ever sip of alcohol when I was like 25-ish because we were, Heidi and I went to Italy with our sisters and um, I was still really Mormon at the time. Mm. But on the way home, we were at the airport and our sister Heather got a glass of wine and I tried it and it was awful. So gross. <laughs> like she really likes really, really dry red wine. So uh -huh. I was not a fan of that. And then I think just my personality, I'm just so cautious. Like with since I have started drinking, I just... I want to be in control, yeah. so I did it very slowly. I'm sure, as you know, because I mostly just drink with you guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I never have gotten to the point of, like, being sick or throwing up from it, and I mm -hmm. never want to. Sounds It's terrible. bad. It's awful. <laughs> when So I also was very Mormon the first time I drank, mm -hmm. and so after that party, I went to my bishop, and I, oh. like, did the whole confession thing, right. and... Because uh, I was also trying to get ready to go on a mission, you know, mm -hmm. and the it was, actually, bishop didn't make any kind of big deal about it at all, really, oh, which was surprising. Good. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I didn't drink again for <laughs> actually probably not that long. So I went on my mission, <laughs> came home early and then started because all my friends were on mission. So I mm -hmm. started hanging out with whoever was there. Yeah. And. I don't think I started drinking with them right away, but I did smoke hookah with these other people. Um, and then that didn't last very long. So then I met Liz and we got married. And then a couple of years into our marriage, we started, we stopped going to church and started drinking. Mm -hmm. And when we did that, I still didn't really know how to drink. So I would do that same thing right. where I would drink too <laughs> much. Too and much. People, we would, we would shotgun beers and we would do shots <laughs> and which is just the worst thing ever. Yeah. And I would get really sick and, throw up like I think that happened to me maybe two two times mm. and then I realized like oh I gotta rein this in and figure <laughs> yeah. out how to drink right yes because I'd get to the point where like I'm never gonna drink again yeah it's not worth <laughs> but, it yeah now I just I know I I know mm -hmm. how to do it because I also don't like to lose control yeah. I don't like to feel spinny or yeah. vomity or anything like that yeah yes so awful yeah so going back to your mission, you mentioned you went on a mission, came home early. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Well, yeah, I can talk about that. Um, so for all of you who know Mormonism and whatnot, like to go on a mission, you have to be very worthy. And 
what quotations worthy, whatever mm-hmm. that means. <laughs> and I mean, we all know what like the, un, like the, the worthy means. means. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so I had done some stuff in high school that I never told my bishop about. I had, I had had sex and, um, through the whole interview process, I told my bishop that, oh yeah, I've taken care of everything. Everything's good. I'm totally worthy to go. And then I got on my mission and was like one day reading scripture, something about repentance and Alma, which is in the book of Mormon. And, uh, and then I, it had reminded me that I had that stuff that I didn't repent of. Right. Um, and then I just started feeling more and more and more guilty as the days went on. And I just would, I kept reading those same things over and over again in Alma. And then I would go and I would read other like cross-referenced scriptures in the Bible or other parts of the Book of Mormon. And just the more I sat on it, the more I felt really, really guilty that I had lied to get out to where I was. Mm-hmm. And which looking back on it now, I see that like how unhealthy that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just felt really, really bad to the point where I couldn't, I just couldn't be there anymore because of how bad I felt. I couldn't like really function during the day. And I had to have like a ward member in the area come and go out with my companion so that I could stay home. And I think that was most partly because I, cause I can also look back on it and realize that like, I really hated doing missionary work right. also. And side note, I also wonder if I subconsciously created a reason for myself to go home because I hated doing missionary work so much. And so I would have to have someone come do that with him so that I could stay home. And, and then I called our zone leader one day and I said, Hey, I need to talk to the mission president. I got a, got stuff I need to talk to him about. I think I need to go home. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll call the AP. And then and I didn't hear back, didn't hear back. I'd call him back. Hey, I need to go talk to the mission president. And the, I think the AP called me and was like, Hey, like, don't worry. Like the, the mission president will be in the area this time next month or whatever. And I'm like, I a whole month. <laughs> it was something That's ridiculous torturous. like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I cannot wait that long. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to him now. And it took a lot of like, uh, I think I ended up doing sp- like splits with, um, the zone leaders. So the zone leaders, for anybody that doesn't know, are like one step above like what I was, I guess. They were like in charge of all the missionaries in an area. And one one of the zone leader companions went with my companion and I went with the other zone leader into their area. And I'm walking around with them and I actually really liked this guy. But one of the hard things too with that is that we were in El Salvador and most people that I was around didn't speak English. So I had to like convey Mm. my my feelings and my issues in five month Spanish. So it was kind of hard in some ways, but anyway, so I was talking to my, the zone leader and I was telling him like, Hey man, I like, I've packed my bags. Like I'm ready to go. And he, I just remember a couple minutes later, he was on the phone with the mission president and he's like, Oh, he's like, he's got his bags packed and he's ready to go. Like you need to come talk to him. So I think it was like the next day the mission president came to the area, like to our house that I was living in. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I told him like everything. I'm like, yeah, I had sex in high school. I had uh, probably some other like heavy petting that I had done that I didn't take care of. 
Um, I've been masturbating on the mission, which I also felt so guilty about. I can I'm say like, I never once did that. Yeah, whatever. As we, al- so, no, as we know, already I know, I learned, know. I was very old when I first masturbated. Yeah, the very old. Crazy. So I would so tell myself, like, if this happens again, I'm going ha- right. to have to go. I'm going to make myself go home. Wait, real quick. Um, just because I never did that. How would you secretly do that? Because you're supposed to be with your companion literally 24 <laughs> Uh Just like in the bathroom, you know, yeah. or like in yeah, the shower. That's true, or, I guess, uh, yeah. Whenever he wasn't there. Yeah. So. Would you just uh, use your imagination or would you s- yeah. sneaky, <laughs> I mean, sneaky like, get some stuff? Well, you're not <laughs> allowed magazines. phones. I mean, I think you are now, but we weren't allowed phones. Yeah. There was no iPads. There was like... No, so yeah, I would imagination. Gotcha. This bank bank, as they call it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I felt really bad about that. So I told him about that, and, and I said, I just, I feel like I need to go home because I got out here the wrong way. And he was like, okay, well, let me, let me think about some things and go over some things. I'll talk to the general authorities in Salt Lake to see what they think about this. That's crazy. Yeah, but That's he like also. the height for people who don't know. That's like. The highest of the highest people in the church. But like, not like the 12. It was like that. Oh, okay. Whoever in okay, the 70 one, was one over that area below. of mission work. And but still. That's yeah, but still, intense. yeah. And, but he did say, he's like, I'll talk to them, but like, you're fine. Like, you can stay. We can take care of this here. I just need to talk to them to see what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And because um, I think he was relatively newish. I think okay. he started about the same time I did. The mission president? Yeah, the mission the, president. Okay. Maybe like a month before me. But yeah, so he left and I'm like, no, I have to go home. And my companion was just in the other room. And like during this whole process, from when I very first read that scripture to this point, my companion was a dick about Mm -hmm. everything. I'd tell him like, oh man, I just don't feel good. Like I'm this, that. And he was like the biggest douchebag. And, um, And then after the mission president left and he's in the other part of the house like reading his scriptures or whatever Mm -hmm. and I was just in the little garage that was attached to our house laying in my hammock and I'm like I can't be here and I just there was a little tiny door on the side of the garage I just opened it and I left oh wow and I just like left the house in the middle of the Salvadorian jungle which and and I mean yeah to to give some context to that like you were literally always supposed to see be able to see or hear your companion mm-hmm. so to just abandon your <laughs> companion is yeah, I knew like what I was, yeah. a huge huge no no yeah so it was bad i just big deal. i just knew like i have to talk to my little brother right now mm. and so i left and i went to the nearest internet cafe that i knew of and as i'm walking down the street one of the ward members sees me and she's like where's your companion elder <laughs> and i was like i don't know i'm looking for him <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just lying. And <laughs> so I went to the internet place and I emailed Cody and I said, Hey, I don't know what to do. I need to come home. I, I think I'm going to be coming home soon. And then I sent the email and I was like, I don't know what else to do now. So mm-hmm. I kind of walked around for a little bit and then I went back to our house. And when I got there, the zone leaders were there who live like 45 <laughs> plus minutes away. <laughs> and, and meaning you had been gone for, yeah, at I was least gone for a long. while. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so I got back and they were like, obviously it was a big deal that I just up and left my companion right. and, 
they made it sound like I left him in some like super dangerous situation. <laughs> he was at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you guys need to settle down. And they're like, we've called the mission president. Like you're going home. And I'm like, Good. thank God. Yeah, like finally. this is what I've been trying to get. I should have left my companion weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, that's fine. Like whatever, you know? And they said, you're coming with us. So they did another split. One of the zone leaders <laughs> stayed with my companion and I went with the zone leader. They said, you're coming to our house. You're leaving tomorrow. And I said, good. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. And I went down with the, the guy that I liked and we spent the night just like hanging out and we got pupusas and which are like the best. <laughs> and we just hung out and talked and he was really nice and really cool. And he was also a con, he's a convert to the church. I hope he's not a member anymore, but uh, we talked for a while. And then that night I got a call from my Bishop and he's like, Hey, I just talked to, he didn't talk directly to my mission president cause he didn't speak Spanish. But he had talked to somebody who had filled him in on what mm -hmm. was going on. And he basically made me tell him the same things over again. And in my mind, even at the time, I was like, I've already told all this to my acting right. ecclesiastical leader. Yes. Why do I have to tell you now? But I was like, I get this is the process, whatever I got to do to get this right. Because even at the time, I still thought I want to go back out. I want to go home, take care of this and come back. And I'm on the phone with him and I told him everything. And I said, what do you think? Like, I... How long do you think before I can come back out? And I said, do you think I need to get a new call? And he's like, no, like, like, God, I can't remember. I think he said max six months and mm -hmm. I could go back. And I said, oh, that's, that's great. That's not bad, you know? And then I got off the phone with him and then, and then, uh, I think even still some part of me was like, I don't know if I will actually come back. Right. And then the next day, the, 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 what do they call them? The assistant to the president, mm -hmm. they came and picked me up and they, one of them had this book called The Miracle of Forgiveness. Ugh. For those of you that have read that, it's like the worst piece of garbage that you can read. Very and shaming. Yeah, very, very shaming. And he gave it to me. And he had also gone home early from his mission to take care of stuff and then came back. Oh, wow. And he's like, this book was really good for me when I was doing my stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you. I get home and I'm doing my stuff. And then, and then probably f seven months into it, I finally go to my bishop and I say, Hey, I like, I really want to go back out. Like, what do I need to do? Like, I just, I really want to get back out and get this done and, and get on. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, you can't go back out for minimum one year. You're closer to three years before you can go back out. So Which ridiculous. Is and I'm like, you ridiculous. want me to wait till I'm, do you want me to go back out when I'm 23? Yeah, put your life on hold <laughs> yeah. for three years. Five years, essentially. Yeah. Well, your sin was next to murder. So yeah. really, yeah. It's your own doing. So Badly. at that point, I was like, oh, I'm never going back out on a mission ever. Yeah. And I actually stopped visiting with the bishop regularly. I, I kind of just, because I had been doing everything, like, for lack of a better word, religiously, yes. was like everything. I was meeting with him every week. I was going to counseling. I was doing all this for him to then tell me, like, oh, no, you're not you even still anywhere. have three more years of yeah, this. Yeah, and he's, he's like, oh, God. And he would tell me, God hasn't forgiven you. Ugh. And I'm like. Yes. Asshole. Well, and like we've talked about before, like who is this man to tell you when God has forgiven you? You yeah. know, yeah. I just, I mean, I know people believe in that line of leadership, but I just never have. Like my relationship is my relationship. Yeah. You don't get God. to tell me like mm -hmm. 
Well, in one lesson, you tell me that I do have direct right conversation with him and that I can get personal revelation unless it comes to my forgiveness over yes. my sins. So <laughs> I just stopped and I kind of gave up for a long time until I met Liz. And then I was like, oh, I should probably get back into that so that I can go to the temple and marry her in the temple. And So did you <laughs> go inactive for a while? No, like I still went to church. I just okay. stopped. Like Wasn't super into it yeah. necessarily. Okay. That's when I started like smoking hookah with those people and like doing other mm-hmm. stuff. So, right. Yeah. So you were still going to church, but also doing that stuff, yeah. that dirty stuff. <laughs> yeah. I just got tired of being jerked around yeah. by yeah. this man who thought he owned my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think he did it because he felt personally, like betrayed. personally betrayed Betray- that I lied yeah. to him. And so crazy. I don't know. Yeah. So leading up to your mission, were you, was it like you, because uh, in interviews they ask you like, oh, is there anything else you need to take care of? Or like, mm-hmm. let me know. Would that come to your mind and you would choose not oh, to yeah. tell them? Okay. I mean, so it's it was, hard not it w- to. Right, right, right. It wasn't like you just forgot about it, kind of. It, it <laughs> no, I did, definitely didn't forget about that. <laughs> okay. I just was like, I know if I tell him, it will for sure delay my mission. Yes. And I don't, I think more than anything, I didn't want to delay my mission because I didn't, I knew what that meant externally to other people. Uh Right. And I didn't want that. Right. Yeah, for sure. So it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh man, I like really need to go preach the gospel. It was that I didn't want to be the, uh, because there was other kids in our ward that had, come home or didn't go at all and they were like social pariahs basically yes. you know yeah so they were the outcasts because of it and so i was like no i can't do that i have to go and uh yeah came home early anyway and turned into that person yeah with my own family no less yeah so. immediate family not my immediate family no oh, my immediate okay. family Extended. was like very good that's good yeah very although supportive didn't your dad at first have a hard time yeah, first my dad kind of had, I don't think he, not like he was trying to shame me, but more like he probably felt a, a certain level of shame mm. for having the son that right. failed. Right. So. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Did Gary, Gary did not go on a mission, right? Gary did go on a mission. Oh, where did, yeah. oh, did he go to like Louisiana or something? <laughs> went to Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio. Okay, okay, yeah. that's right. He called home like once a week. How did he get away with that? Yeah, I don't know. He would just, just like call me deep. randomly and be like, what's up, man? <laughs> I'd be like on a date and I would get a phone call from an Ohio number and I'm like, I'm answering. Like, <laughs> that happened once, but like that's the like one of the one of the only ones I really remember. Mm-hmm. But he called more often than that. But yeah, we were like that's in the funny. car driving and he called and I'm like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> And I, I can't remember. He was calling for something stupid. Like, <laughs> this thing's going to happen and I need you to do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. That's would he just funny. use that as an excuse to call? Like, would he then yeah, talk to you about whatever? But that was like, yeah, we would excuse. talk for like five or 10 minutes and okay. then he'd hang up. But, uh, That's funny. oh my gosh, I forgot what I was going to. Oh, because Gary and I were like best friends, like inseparable before mm-hmm. he left on his mission. And, uh, and so when he left, that was really hard. Yeah, yeah. So it's difficult. Then Cody and I got really close, and then we mm. became really good friends. Yeah. So. And then he. Left and then he left. Mission. And then, yeah. <laughs> well, then I left. A vicious cycle. And then I home. came home. Yeah. And we were good friends. 
and then he left. and then he left and that was <laughs> also really hard yeah i uh imagine because Heidi and I are very close and I went on a mission I also came home early which is a whole other story thank the gods but um but yeah I I mean it was hard for me to leave my family and friends and Heidi specifically Mm -hmm. um and yeah I imagine it would be harder on the other side because as a missionary you're so I like literally every what is it half hour 15 minute increments in your missionary planner (laughs) is planned out so it's like you're so busy which i think is partially intentional so that you don't think about being homesick and stuff but you say you hate it but if you were a missionary you would love that shit like (laughs) it was i don't know what it was about it but you would on Mondays, you would sit down and you would go through your whole planner and you would plan everything out. And you're like, yeah, we're so we're going to get all this stuff done. And you would be so hopeful and probably way bigger than you ever could actually be with your plans. And then you'd fall short every week. But yeah. but I think you would have not hated it. I think I would looking back like (laughs) I think I I think I if I had gone on a mission, I think it's very possible well, I definitely wouldn't have been able to stay out the whole time. Mm-hmm. I would have either just like had a mental breakdown because my time was so full mm-hmm. and I didn't have any time alone to, I need a lot of alone time to like stay centered and balanced. So I either <laughs> all 37 times. <laughs> yeah. Keep me centered and balanced. Um, so I think I would have had a mental breakdown or, I would have gotten sent home because I think it's very likely I would have gotten in fights with my leaders as well. Mm. So just about like I've always believed differently than most members. So I think I would have gotten in fights with my Mm. leaders about certain things. (laughs) You would have been a bad sister. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I didn't hate the, the, at least I don't remember hating the very planned out, Right, right. Something every minute. I didn't hate that, but I did hate doing missionary work. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. My least favorite part was knocking on random people's doors and being like, have you heard about (laughs) Joseph Smith? Yeah. (laughs) Because that was the first thing we had to tell people about was Joseph Smith and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I I would would not have liked a mission whatsoever. (laughs) I didn't like it either. So were there Well, I'm glad you came home early then. <laughs> it's your turn. Do we need to take a break yeah. real quick? Sure, sure. All right, we're gonna take a break. Take a Here's break. a word from our sponsor. Were there any aspects of your mission that you um did actually like? Uh, yeah, I loved learning Spanish. Mm. I really loved talking to people down there. Um, I really liked being in a different country. That was a lot of fun. Um, you love the MTC. You're one of those. I really love the MTC. Really? I, you know, I really loved everything about the MTC. I even really liked the devotionals. Mm. And I don't know if it's because I really liked them or because I really liked getting getting really into <laughs> them. And yeah, show like <laughs> taking really good notes. And mm-hmm. then we'd go back to the classroom at the MTC afterwards and we would like talk about our favorite parts. And 
So I don't know if I was really into it or I was just really into the... Acting like you were really into yeah, it. Yeah, that part. Yeah, of, yeah, that makes sense. For those Fitting. of you... I can't say for sure. I can't say which one it was. For those yes. listeners <laughs> who don't know, MTC stands for Missionary Training Center. It's like... Like a school you go to mm-hmm. before you go on your mission to learn how to be a missionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they teach you how to talk about Joseph Smith and Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. How to convert people, basically. Sales yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sales school. And I think what's the shortest? They changed the the time frames from when I went, but I think now if it's if it's if you're going on a mission where you're speaking your native language, I think it's like you're only there for two weeks, maybe three Yeah, I weeks. think it used to be, I think it used to be three or four, maybe. Okay, so two-ish, I think, is three, what I it think is now. Is what it was, and then... It's very short now. Yeah, and you're that, thrown into the world of teaching people about mm-hmm. your religion. The religion you've been learning about for 19 years. Yeah, but, but it's, did it's you different. really learn about it those 19 <laughs> years? Just kidding. It's, Not the way it's, it's different than the way they want you to teach it as a missionary. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's scary being a missionary. Like, uh, yeah, it's a completely different experience being a, especially men, because they can go younger than women. Being a 19 year old boy who's like. Mm-hmm knocking on strangers doors and trying to get them to convert to I didn't have an issue with like starting a conversation with somebody or talking mm-hmm. to somebody. Yeah. It's just that I hated bothering people at home gotcha. about my religion. Mhm. And I don't know. Everybody there was not everybody, I shouldn't say that, but the majority of people in Central America where I was were Catholic. Mm-hmm. Right. So you would knock on their door to talk to them and they're like, "Oh, we're Catholic. We don't." Right. Yeah. And you had to be like, oh, well, your baptism wasn't valid. You need to come get baptized <laughs> yeah. by us. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're having to tell people that religion is wrong and yours yeah. is right. And that's hard. Which I also don't think I had like, nah, I mean, I didn't love doing it, but it, I would, it? Tell, I would tell yeah. people that they were wrong about, because they would tell me that, oh, well, God didn't send Jesus to the Americas. And I'm like, well, you're wrong. Like, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. So, so that kind of stuff, of it wasn't, it wasn't hard for me to tell them gotcha. they were wrong or wrong about, but, I didn't uh, but like the thing I would part. tell, tell people of another religion is that like, yeah, you have truths, but you don't have the full right. truth. You mm-hmm. know, got all the keys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> so. Okay. So, so, well, sounds like most aspects of your mission you did enjoy. Yeah. Just not necessarily the bothering. Of the, people. every, I enjoyed most of the mission except the missionary work yes. part mm-hmm. of it. Okay, yes. that makes the, sense. My favorite parts about the MTC were that there was a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. We, tribe. We, we, uh-huh. Yeah, there was Have a tribe. With your I people. really liked my companions that I had in the MTC. And we played Foursquare and volleyball every day. Oh, yeah. Foursquare was my so, go-to gym activity. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I was there for nine weeks. Okay. I think so. I was there for eight. Actually, maybe... Maybe seven, but yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the MTC, but I did not like my companion at the time. She hated <laughs> It was That's rough. That's too bad. I really tried to like her, but I don't think she was with it all the way. It yeah. was really hard. Um, okay, so you come home from your mission. Mm-hmm. You went to church, but weren't super into it. And then you met Liz and you were like, mm, I need to shape up. 
so that I can... <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I met Liz and and very quickly realized that like, oh, I really love this person and I knew what I had to do in order to marry her. So then, yeah, I started going back to church mm-hmm. and I think I just went to my bishop and I'm like, hey, I, I don't think I told him I met somebody because I didn't want to... I don't think I wanted to give him that kind of like leverage over me. So I just said, Hey, I like, I know we kind of dropped off, but I'd like to finish this and get my temple recommend back and really get back into full, full fellowship and then started doing that stuff. And it still took, I don't know, almost a year. Oh my wow. gosh. Still Wait. to get. And I'm constantly like, you go and meet the bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have your temple recommend? No, he said, I need to come back in two more months. Like, that's what he said last time. Yeah. yeah. So irritating. He held it over my head for, I mean, at some point I finally told him like, hey, I'm engaged and I need a temple mm-hmm. recommend to get married. Yeah. And he held out last as minute. long as he, like that's super so last minute. Yeah. He held, a, he held out as long as he could before mm-hmm. he finally was like, God's forgiven you. I, said, <laughs> I have forgiven you. He did you. a long time ago. Yeah. You asshole. So. Yeah, God forgave me a long time ago. Yeah. You mean you've just forgave me. Yeah, you just me. forgave me. So Um, how much time passed between when you stopped trying to go back on your mission and when you met Liz and, and were like, Oh, I need to get my temple recommend back. So I came home in December and then Oh, you guys met in like February. Yeah, no, didn't no, no. You? This is a oh, year. Whole, so oh, I had okay, been home okay. for more than a year before I met Liz. Gotcha. Well, no, not even. So I'm okay. So I came home in December mm-hmm. and then I think I worked with him for six, seven months the, the, with the bishop on trying to get worthy again or whatever. Right. And then he told me that thing about like, oh, you need your, you need three years of repentance before you can go back out. Then I stopped. So that was probably around June ish, mm-hmm. June, July. And then in August, I met Liz, but briefly, briefly, we both were rock climbing at the college rock climbing wall and she just came over and started talking to me. We went to high school together as we've already heard, but so she came over and started talking to me and then I think I got your phone number that day and then we talked a little like intermittently, but never met up. We never met up. No, we always talked like she would text me randomly and be like, hey, you want to go get dinner? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm at work because I worked like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go and like get dinner, but I just never like she right. always like she would text me it's literally as minute. my shift was starting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so um, I think in like end of December, we made plans to go climbing at a rock climbing wall in. Uh, no, I had I would come. The fall semester, I would come to your rock climbing class in the morning. I didn't even have I didn't even have classes on those days. I would just come. <laughs> it started because I just wanted to rock climb, and then it, and then it went to like, oh, I want to see Liz, right. and so I would come to your class That's in the morning, right. and I would climb with you, and then I would walk you to your class, and then you drive home, and then I would go home, oh, wow. <laughs> and then I would come back later and go to my classes. <laughs> then in January we made plans to go climbing at a climbing gym in Sandy called Momentum. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first time that we had hung out outside of school. Okay. And then we have been like literally inseparable since. <laughs> I'll that, believe it. We went climbing with another friend that night 
And then the next day we went on a date, like an official date, kind of, I guess. You look at me like it wasn't, <laughs> like maybe it wasn't. I mean, people go on dates all the time and pay for themselves, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember who I was. Then. <laughs> I was a broke, paying my own way through college. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't worry, he pays for everything. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so anyway, we went to dinner and then but when a movie. You, but when we met, you had talked about that you might be going out on a mission, back out on a mission. So then oh, I was a little like, guarded. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know how much we can right. I think I knew even then that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but you didn't share that with me. <laughs> right. If you, knew, if you knew that consciously, you didn't share it. There may have been some part of me that was like, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, then I would or I was people. just trying to impress you because yeah, I knew, true. you know, mm. like. Yes. Yeah. I, that, I that feel like. Don't I run away yet. Like, I am a good Mormon <laughs> boy, you know. That makes sense. Like, yeah. yeah. That's understandable. Well, and then I had guilt of being like, well, I don't want him to go out mm-hmm. again. Right. Like, but he, maybe he should. And then I would tell my family. And, of course, they didn't necessarily have. I mean, they had what they thought was my best interest in mind, right. but it wasn't necessarily what the best for me. Yeah, was. you can't stop him from going on a mission. He needs to go back on a mission. Oh Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth, you need to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, and then hard. it didn't matter what we did because then he got hit by a car and that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yep. yeah. That I guess that I thought about bringing that up, but that actually really directly relates to your story. Yeah, yeah because that really brought you guys together. So if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I'll that touch on it as briefly as I can. It's kind <laughs> okay. of a story. But yeah. um, we had been dating for three months and her like missionary just came home and she was spending a lot of time with him. Yes. So oh, this is how I was spending time with him. <coughs> I was with Brad when he wasn't at work. And then when I couldn't <laughs> be with Brad, I was with Brian. Wow. Then when Brad would get off work, Aww. I would be back with Brad. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I was so only uh, with... I'll cut out. Yeah. So you Uh, would be with him and then I would, and then I just, every day I'd get, I'd come to your place after work and I'd be like, so did you tell him about me? And she'd say, no, I haven't (laughs) told him yet. No, I haven't told him yet. And I'm like, oh, that makes me feel really special. And so, um, (laughs) yeah. So I just didn't know where we stood. I, I felt like, oh, she just kind of, well, and the girl that I had dated before Liz, she had a missionary too that she didn't really ever talk about, but I knew he was there. I knew he was there mm-hmm. and well on his mission on his mission. Yeah. And that he was always there for her, Right. but she never was like, we dated kind of serious and she never really was vocal about how serious that was with him. And then, and I never had Facebook during this mm-hmm. point. And then after I broke up with her, I got Facebook and, and I logged on and I went to her page and she had this folder of photos of just him. And I was like, oh, she like had no intention of mm-hmm. anything serious with me. Yeah. And so then when that happened with Liz, I was like, oh, I Is don't. Is this the same situation? Yeah, it, it feels like the same thing. I don't, I don't want to give her that opportunity mm-hmm. to like tell, like, oh, well, it's, it's this guy. And so. There was part of me that was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. And then I got hit by a car. <laughs> I was riding my... You were going to come break up with me. I don't oh, think I was... What? I don't know if I was... Honestly can't say that that's what was going to happen. True, you I was coming up, up to and you could have been talk, like, nah, I'm maybe. not going to break up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was for Give sure, sure going to come and talk to you about my issues. 
and I was not in on, the evolved way you can do it now, but yeah, I'm yeah, kidding. not in the way. <laughs> yes, so I was planning on confronting you about stuff with him, and then I'm on my motor scooter driving along, and a car pulls in front of me in an intersection, and got yeah, was smashed. really bad. Yeah, I got smashed. <laughs> so uh, it snapped my femur in half, shattered my femur where it connects in my knee. My kneecap was pulverized, so just dust. Uh, broke my pelvis, like surprisingly very little road rash. So yeah, that was good. That was I had shocking. gloves on, I had jeans helmet. and a helmet, luckily. Yeah. Oh, you tore your foot, but that was just. Oh, just yeah. There's like a really bad, it was not superficial. Okay, it's, it, it was a big, na- nasty, naughty scar now, but it was. It <laughs> ripped the tendons oh. in my foot. I guess you had nerve damage in your toe, huh? Because your oh. toe was It still is weird sometimes. Horrible. Oh. Forget about your little. My toes were numb <laughs> for a long time. It like wow. ripped all the tendons and, and muscles like in the top that was of my so, foot. That was so secondary to everything that happened. Right. Yes, yes, they were not worried about yeah, that at all no, but it did sure. cause like my feet to this day like in bed like with the if the covers are sitting on my feet a weird in a weird way mm. like it just is uncomfortable and Crazy. i can't do it huh. so if i get into the newly made bed i have to like immediately rip <laughs> the bottom of the covers yeah. off and so like out loose. so they're not tucked in huh. yeah so that happened i broke all those bones and even those weren't a big deal compared to the blood clot i got in my lungs a couple days later mm. which almost killed like it was going to kill me until some amazing doctor came in and found where the bleeding was and and fixed it but Mm. yeah crazy it was pretty crazy and then through that I saw that like oh Liz really does care about me and Mm -hmm. it is me and she just doesn't know how to tell him tell the other guy that hey which I can look back at it now in my evolved (laughs) way and realize, oh, she had a lot of history with him, and yeah. it had nothing to do with her still being in love with him. I was never in, that was the thing, I wasn't in love with him. He was a uh-huh. friend. He was yeah. a really good friend who took care of me. Yes. I was in love with Brad, mm-hmm. and it wasn't yeah. until I met Brad and was with Brad that I realized, oh, I love, but yes. I was never in love with yeah. him the way that I was in love with Brad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Absolutely. that, yeah, that's a... That makes all the difference in the yes. world. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That so is all the difference. Yeah. In that happening, I don't, like, if Liz didn't have a class, she was at the hospital with me. And she really gave like me taking care of big animals. She, <laughs> <laughs> she gave me, like, the greatest pillow. She had this pillow that I loved, and I, uh, I would sleep on it every time when I would sleep at her house, and Aww. I would make her mm. give it to me. And then she brought it to the hospital and gave it to me. Aww. Cute. And that was really nice. So. Yeah. That is sweet. So how long was it from either from when you first met? So August, well, not met, but reconnected uh, either August or that December. When was when was your accident? How many? April. April 4th. It was a Easter. East. Yeah, it was Easter Sunday. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. We started dating sometime in January, but I know it's like January 8th. By my birthday, we were pretty serious, and mm-hmm. he had spent okay. some cash and bought me some mm-hmm. climbing draws, which is expensive. Which were like $80. Yes, mm-hmm. and for a college student. For a yes. broke college student, for sure. that was a, a big spend. Yes. Yeah. When is your birthday, Liz? I want to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you said you started dating in January, yeah, January. and by your birthday, so people oh, probably want to oh, know. Oh, the end, end of January. Yeah, yeah. Um, January 30th, or is it 31st? <laughs> Can you <Yeah>. remember? <laughs> yeah, so that happened. We got closer, and 
there was actually one point after I was at home after the accident and just feeling like probably more just like pitying myself than anything, but a lot of drugs and I was on a lot of drugs and I just felt really bad and stupid that, that Liz was there like all the time taking care of me and like, I couldn't do much for myself and our relationship was totally changed. Like it used to be adventure and fun and running. Yeah. And now here she has to like wait on me and I hated it and I felt really bad. And so I, she came over one day and I said, I, I, you need to go. Like Mm. I can't, I can't. And, and then like, as soon as she left, like immediately just regretted it and was like, I, I don't know what I just did. And then I don't even think it lasted like 24 hours. And no. I, I texted you and I said, I can't, I can't not have you. I need, I, like, I need you. Yeah. I need you. I, I don't need bucket. you. I need you <laughs> that only happened in the hospital. So, <laughs> so I texted her and I said, I, I, and it's not because I wanted her to come and take care of me and right. like, do things for me and bring yes. me stuff. Just it was because be like you. I missed her yeah. and mm-hmm. she came back and, Never left. And it, ne- yeah, and she's never, <laughs> never left. She's like stray dog. If you gave her some food and <laughs> she's still here. <laughs> so, no, that's probably me. She gave me some chili and I never left. But Had you guys said I love you before the accident? I don't think I've ever no. heard your guys' no. first I she love you She wouldn't let stories. me. So I knew I loved Liz of like a week. I don't know if I knew I loved her, but I knew that like, it was going to be something this special. is going to this special. is so much different than anything i've ever experienced before and i told i'm actually like good friends with her cousin which one mason. mason oh right 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 Jensen. and i had hung out with liz and then i think i went and i was hanging out with cody and mason and i said dude i think i'm going to marry your cousin <laughs> and that was one week after being like <laughs> dating her yeah so i knew pretty fast mm-hmm. and then and then fast forward to after the accident a little bit, I would try to tell her and she knew what I was trying to do <laughs> and she she wouldn't let me do it. She said, I don't want you to tell me you love me. I don't remember exactly what you said, but like you basically just said, you don't, I don't want you to tell me right now. Yeah, was it because you felt guilty you were still with... with no. No, it was oh. long gone no, down the road it. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it because you were worried he was... I don't know the word, but because of the accident that he was like, no, I didn't want him to say it unless he really, really knew it. And then I knew that he knew it Yeah. because I felt like, oh, when your boyfriend, girlfriend, you say, I love you. Mm, I'm like, okay. I, and you know how I'm so particular about right. that phrase. Probably also had a little bit to do with how uncomfortable you are with the phrase I love you. Right. Yeah. Even, yeah. yeah. So it needed to feel right for me. And maybe I wouldn't let him say it to me until I could yeah. verbalize it, even though yeah. I knew that I felt it, right? Mm-hmm. that I couldn't verbalize yep. it. And so much so that we didn't say, I love you. We had a different phrase. Oh, wow. I think I've heard this <laughs> actually. When I was what Canada? was it though? That's when we first started saying it was Canada. Yeah, but what? Oh my gosh. Hang on. <laughs> I think <laughs> it was it I unga you. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. Unga was like a that weird was a Mason thing, thing that we all you adopted. Your yeah. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Saying it, she would say "I love you," and I'd say "I love you too," and she put the kibosh on the two. Yeah, I just to, to just feel so like obligatory. You know what I mean? 
I kind of get that. Like, I think, I don't know, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. I kind of get it, but also not really. I love you too. I don't know. It just seems quite, like. I don't quite see your full point of view on it. Yeah, not that it's wrong. I just don't quite get it. To I me, I, I don't know if I the way I get behind it is that it's, it feels more like the te amo, te quiero, mm-hmm. you know, like. I love you too, man. Like that kind of, like, mm. I love you too. Mm. Gotcha. Or like to your mom or your dad or your brother, like, I love you too. And it's yeah. also like an auto response. If somebody says it, then you feel obligatory to say, I love yeah. you too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of, yes. Again, I don't it's, fully. It's I don't like, mind. It's like the, the courage and the confidence of the person to say it first. Mm, okay, I can see that. I, it, don't, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Whatever again, it was, again, that's how we do it now. Yeah. Just, I love you. I love just you. Just is what it is. Okay. Or so. blood feud or. Blood feud. Okay. Blood feud is. We say. That, I, tr- I try and say I love you every night before we go to sleep. I love you. Good night. Mm. And one time I said it and he's like, did you just say blood feud? <laughs> 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 so now sometimes I just say blood feud. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> funny. Blood feud. okay so you guys met dated you ended things with your missionary boyfriend well technically he saw a picture of me and brad kissing oh because i posted it on facebook (laughs) and tagged her so then did did he ask you like uh yeah on purpose yeah yeah i mean obviously i wasn't being honest with him i mean and he would ask questions Who's this Brad friend? And <laughs> oh, he's, so he's my good friend, Brad. You know, Brad. <laughs> Brad my boyfriend. Um, and then he sees this picture and he's like, oh, clearly mm. she. And then the dum dums us, we drove by his house oh on the scooter. <laughs> on my scooter that oh, no. I ended up almost dying on. Yeah. And here he is in the front yard with his family. And then he sees his. What he thought was his girlfriend, girlfriend on the back of the scooter. With Did you guys oh really gosh. only kiss one time? Yeah. And what? all that time from when he got home. When he got home, I kissed, oh. I kissed him. Oh, I thought you meant the whole time you dated. I was like, I know. That <laughs> I was going to say, Brad, she's lying to you. <laughs> really? Just that one time in, in 2004? Really? Yeah. No, I kissed him the night he came home. Mm. And it was... Not Weird. for him. It was for me, and it was like, oh yeah, that's not what. I yeah, mean. yeah. It's not. that makes sense. Yeah, which Brad had a hard time with. Uh, because you, you didn't did tell kiss. me about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't tell him. So like, yeah, he had a hard time. Oh, with for it. how long? Quite a while. Quite a while. Yeah. How did you find out? <laughs> I told you. I don't remember, but it was in a bad way. Probably. Aww. At yeah. least it felt like a bad, bad way because I'm like, yeah. oh, that's nice. You just didn't tell me. Yeah, yeah. it was mm. not nice of me. But then I left and went and kissed you, and I was like, "This is much better." (laughs) Ew! Kissed kissed him. He's a nice guy. He is. Yeah, he is. uh, After I did a lot of that was all the things I did to him were not nice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I have I have a lot of guilt. Yeah, about the things that I put him through. Mm -hmm. He put Photoshop on my laptop. Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And then he wrote knowing whose laptop it was. Yeah, and he, all, yeah. he wrote me a letter saying that, like, I know that Brad's better for you than I am. I release you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. That's, but yeah. I do. I imagine That's that what it was. was helpful a little bit for your guilt. I know you still feel guilty, but no, I mostly feel guilty that I 
told him I wouldn't marry him unless he went on a mission mm-hmm. because he also wasn't a member when I first started dating him. Right. But this is a different show. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's related in mm-hmm. a way, so I get it. But Yeah. Okay, so um then you got married. Mm-hmm. The end. That's yeah, we got married and that's it. There's a lot in between. That was that was last Monday. (laughs) Last Monday. It's been a few days. So far, so good. Um so yes, you guys got married in Salt Lake. Temple. And the temple temple. of Salt Lake. And uh I was not there because I was on mission. Boo. Boo. Stupid. Um I want to redo that. Yeah, we'll redo it. We're gonna redo our wedding, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Strongly dislike having been married in a Mormon temple. Yeah. So. I would as well. I would 100% do a vow renewal that had nothing religion related yeah. at all. Even whatsoever. When I, even when I was Mormon, I didn't plan on getting married in the temple because I hated the idea of it. And then also mm-hmm. our two siblings who have special needs mm-hmm. wouldn't Couldn't have been allowed come. to be yeah. in the temple. And Wendy loves weddings. <laughs> so and did she so, miss your siblings that yeah, have been married? Yeah. And so oh. I just, for me, I just thought there's no way I'm getting married in a temple where my two of my favorites can't come, <laughs> you know, oh, like that's, that's so messed up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, even when I was Mormon, I never planned on getting married in the temple. Mm. <laughs> mm. I was planning on it 100%. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you had a stronger testimony than Heidi. Clearly. Yes, I'm yeah. a Clearly. bad person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys got married. Mm-hmm. You were poor. Very. newlyweds okay okay we were really. so we were poor <laughs> we were poor but, there but was something. i did have a settlement. A, yeah i had a Correct. settlement from the accident um which a good chunk quarter of it went to the lawyer mm. and then another 10 to fifteen thousand dollars went to More hospital bills, bills that the insurance, the insurance didn't cover mm-hmm. and then so i did have I did have a good chunk in the in the bank. I bought That's so good. I did buy myself a car. They let me drive. That <laughs> that I ended up not driving. It just ended up being Liz's car. <laughs> so I did those things and then the rest of the money went into the bank account and then But we bought those road bikes. Oh yeah, we did <laughs> we, we did get a little frivolous and we bought a couple of nice road bikes for mm. road biking. We overall, used overall we, we used them a lot. By but the money you made from your job. Yes, we but overall that money just sat in the bank Which and it's impressive. Like I think I still have some of No, we closed the account and moved the remainder over to our to our new personal account. But mm. up until like a, a year or two ago wow. there was money left in that oh, account. Wow. I think we that paid money. for some school and we paid for some other things with it and Yeah. Oh yeah. School bill some bills when you know yeah. just couldn't yeah but we de- we definitely weren't like spend and spend and spend yeah no yeah it lasted us quite a while and then uh but that's what you used to really start stack it really yeah so so mm, i don't think i used any of that money for you stack bought, yeah, you bought tools bought, with those money with yeah money. that's what i've always heard i'm pretty sure you told me that that yeah, harbor, I think I, harbor yeah, freight I did. lathe you bought. No, the harbor freight lathe I think was oh. came out of money from Stackhead for that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But real quick, so you had you were you were going to school as well, right? No. Okay. Well, well after yes, you, I was. you never went back after your accident, did you? Yeah, I did. I was going to school when we were married and living in that house in Layton. <laughs> I went to 
most of my classes were at the Davis most. campus. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I went to most of my classes. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, yeah, I was. I did go to school. And then... But you didn't love it. I, it was okay, just so I, I really love taking classes and learning things that mm-hmm. are interesting to me. Right. Obviously. That's, that's my issue with <laughs> but that's not even well. like, But like things that are interesting to me, like I really loved my English classes. I loved my psych classes, history. The things I don't love that Weber State did is that, and I know probably every school is like this, but you have to have uh, earthquakes and volcanoes and, <laughs> and astrology and yeah, like all these classes. stupid things. That I don't think it's called astrology. Meteorology? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> meteorology. And so when it got to that point, I was like, I don't have time for this. And so I just stopped going. I also told you. You could just be a tradesman, you bum. <laughs> yeah, no. You're too dumb for school. <laughs> <laughs> no, clearly it was, I told you, I'm like, at the very least, you are proficient, more than proficient at tiling. Right. You could tile a couple people's bathrooms mm-hmm. and we could make more than we're making right now. You don't need to go to school. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, so I stopped going to school. <laughs> I was already I was already welding at that point. Oh yeah, well you went to the DATC. You started going to the DATC. Yeah, but I already had Bubba's. a job at Bubba's. Yeah, and you're like, I got a job. I'm not going to be going to welding school anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I I stopped going to welding school too. <laughs> but because like yeah, you were all I you already were already doing. I already it. knew how to weld. I was yeah. only going to welding school to get a welding job, mm-hmm. which I had, and it paid really good. And then, and then. Uh, they got tired of paying me there, so they let me go. <laughs> so, and I'm, this is a, a humble brag. It's not even humble. It's just a brag. Like, <laughs> I made a lot of trailers, and I made a lot of money, and mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't like that. I've had two jobs where they've, yeah. they've kind of screwed me over because I made too much money on, so on there. Because I'm just so good. Too fast. I mean, rate, it's true. Really yeah, good. because yeah. they were both piece rate jobs, yeah. and I came in, and I kicked ass. Like, yeah. I, I learned it, and I did it really fast, and I made a lot of money, and they didn't like that. They probably felt like I was taking advantage of the system, and I'm like, Which it's is, your system. That's that's the, yeah, that's the whole point of so, the system. And I'm not taking advantage of it. I'm busting yeah, my ass to, to, get, to get what I need to live, and then some. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which and your your second piece rate job was the one right before you quit and then yes. full time did Staghead. Yeah, so that that job was I came in and that person was paying like a dollar sixty five per piece to make them, and and I came in and within a few weeks he. He's like, oh, we got to drop this. And he dropped it down to like 75 cents oh, per piece. Oh, wow. That's a significant drop. And I'm like, that is drop. messed up, man. And, uh, and yeah, so he, he really That's messed up. cut my feet out from underneath me. Yeah. And then, and then even after, after that, he then came to me and said, hey, you need to, I need you to double what you're making. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, that, that's fine. But are you going to, like, you're going to pay me double. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm going to cap you at what you're making now. And I'm like... You were the only one with a cap, correct? Yeah, I was the only one. Well, I was yeah. the only one that even came close to mm-hmm. what that number was. Like, <laughs> even remotely close to that. And then he wanted me to double it and, and pay me the same. Jesus, hindsight is so 2020. Yeah. When he told you that, we were in New York because we were at a trade show he was doing. We were trying to just... I was trying to wholesale my goods. That this, this, he was saw our rings and he was like, "Oh yeah, we could." Oh yeah, this is something. Things. Yeah. Uh, so we came to New York. Kelsey was there. Yeah. And here, Brad spent all this time at this trade show, and we wasted. He, that was my the time. first day when he told you that. Oh. You should have been, when we get home, we need to make, you need to make double, and you now have a cap. 
Yeah. We should have been like, fuck you. And yeah. we should have had a good time. And I should, I should have, have known. You, Don't worry, Brad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll all work out. But I mean, even at that point, well, we weren't selling a lot. No, we weren't. It was not at all comfortable at that point. No, it, it really was, wasn't. It wasn't anything. That I was, was like early a bit Janu- on the side. No, yeah, early January. Yeah, right. it was. It was really just. I mean, we were probably a couple hundred bucks a month, a few hundred bucks maybe, which yeah, is not, not much. Right. Really not but when that. you're poor, living in a tiny house, <laughs> yes, like, that's a lot that of makes extra a money. lot of difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So real quick, the product <clears throat> is wedding rings. Specifically, mm-hmm. they started out with. You made antler rings first, right? Wood and antler. Yeah, wood. Okay. We're pretty early from the start. They had yeah from the first from the very first. Like they were either solid antler or no metal. No metal. They were either solid antler or solid wood, like sandwiched with wood. Okay. Just yes, that is the product. It's Mm -hmm. evolved heavily since then, but that is still what we sell. And I work for them. Yeah, we're eight years old. Wow. Just got baptized. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah, we need to have a big water fight this summer. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we're doing Staghead. I it's a good thing I didn't up and quit there in New York because mm. I worked that job until Staghead was comfortable enough to quit that I job. Know, and, and, you know, I, I still made still decent money there. Sure. It just wasn't as good as it could have been mm-hmm. if he wasn't an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and he kept he kept trying to get me to like move to an assembly line type thing. And I'm like, I can, I can make more by myself, yeah. more, I can make more pieces by myself than you, than you can make in this assembly line. The there. people he had working there, it was like his brother and his father-in-law. He wanted no. you to make pieces that they could finish and that yeah. they could make more money gotcha. off of you. Ridiculous. Probably. Yeah. But it, it just didn't make sense that he want. Yeah. I don't know. He mm. wasn't, he's not very smart. I think he lost a lot of money and then sold yeah. the company. Hmm. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, you guys were living in a pretty small house. Yeah, um, I loved it. I loved it. Like it. seven or eight hundred square feet. <laughs> they at one point they had a friend slash roommate. We had two who roommates. Who was living <laughs> in a behind a tarp yeah. in their living room. <laughs> yeah, we put it because we already. So it was a, t- a little two bedroom. We had one girl from. It had kind of two school. living rooms though. It was weird. Yeah, it, it yeah, did have two kind of living rooms. One bathroom. I don't think I bathroom. ever. I don't think I ever spent time in the front living room though. We were always in the back living room. Yeah. It was like that front. That's area where we had set up the TV weird. and stuff. <laughs> I think we turned the front area into like a little office kind of. Area. Uh, okay. Yeah. At least until Staghead took off. And the, then, the house. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> Staghead. Staghead moved from one living room to the other living room to finally the other bedroom. Yeah. I think I don't think I got back from my mission and was like, you know, seeing you guys regularly again until it was already in that room. In oh. the bedroom. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the first time I saw it, it was all set up in the bedroom. So. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my gosh. So we had we had a renter, a sub renter in the bedroom, in the second bedroom. And then our good friend was like, guys, I want, I need a place to live. And we're like, <laughs> oh, you can come live here and I'll charge you like 200 bucks a month. And if that, it's maybe like a hundred dollars a month. In the living room. <laughs> and we'll just put a tarp up over the living room and you can live there. And he lived there for a while. And then. <laughs> Wait, it was a guy? Yeah, I was thinking it, it was, was a guy. Kelly. Oh, I was thinking it was um, Hillary. Hillary oh, Hillary lived in the she bedroom. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. And then. And we had two, there's three, there was three dogs living there too. Oh my Because we had two dogs oh, yeah. and Kelly had his one dog. Yeah. And then uh, during this time, Staghead was being created and I was working on the floor in our living room and I would make rings 
to sell at farmer's markets, mm-hmm. like while watching TV at night. Just kind of making designs and figuring out, working with the materials. Yeah. yeah. And I started out with a little plug-in hand drill with a drill bit in it and a Dremel. And I would just sit and I would <laughs> carve out the Sam. inside of antler wow. and wood and I would make rings. We would watch Malcolm in the Middle on mm-hmm. the loudest setting so we could hear So we could still drill. hear over the drills. <laughs> yeah. And then when Kelly moved out, then I moved my operation into that living room Mm -hmm. set up some tables and got a saw and some other things to make my life easier Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it just kind of has slowly evolved from there i i we decided that we needed to add a metal band on the inside to make them more durable and nicer and we did that and i was like i don't know like we don't need to do that i'd never run a man like a, a metal manual lathe and and I was like, we don't really need to do that. Like, that's a big invest. It was like $600 to buy the machine from Harbor Freight. Mm-hmm. On something we were like, is this right. going to pay off? Yeah, right. is it a hobby? Is it my weekend thing that we just sell at farmer's markets? Mm-hmm. Do I need that? And, I mean, we were selling stuff on Etsy for like 30 to $50 per ring. And then I was like, okay, let's do it. And I went and I bought the lathe and I ordered titanium. And then I taught myself how to do this on a, on a lathe. And I used all the wrong tools for a long time. <laughs> and, and I think we even still use some tools that probably aren't necessarily <laughs> meant for what we use them for, uh-huh. but they do what we need them to the do. Job done. Um, <clears throat> not so much in the CNC machine though. We need proper tools in there, right. but Manual uh, yeah, I used Harbor Freight cutting tools for a long, long time and it paid off. We bought, we bought the machine. We upped our prices, buy like $50 and we're like, Oh, we're really scared. This is gonna, <laughs> people, people aren't going to buy this. And then we got more orders and then we were like, Oh, we're getting more orders than like we can do. And then we were like, let's up it again. And we upped it again and it's, they still sold. And I'm trying to remember the month you we were like, okay, you've got to get all these orders done. Cause we're going to go to California with my parents. Oh yeah. And I think that was pretty, that was pretty far into it. My dad had. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We had, Stag, at that point, Stag had been like, okay, this is what we're doing. In fact, I think mm. I had dropped out of school, too. Yeah. Yeah, I had quit my job already, f- like, long before this. I feel this like this was July. So, okay. so not long before that, then. So, January is when you bought the lathe. Mm-hmm. March, I think, is when you quit your job. March or April. Either the end of March or um, April. Yeah, I don't think I worked there much longer after, after February. Yeah, I mean, I remember asking you, I'm like, can you please go in for just like a little bit? Just go in to make this much that we can, all, we, all you got to do is pay these bills mm-hmm. and then bare minimum and then we can do stag head. Yeah, I, could, I could still go in for like two hours a day and still yeah. triple what everybody <laughs> else is doing. I'm trying to think, how did you quit? Did you just like not show up anymore or did you formally quit? Well, how, I'm not really sure because... What I did is just kind of, he knew that I was doing Staghead and that, mm-hmm. that was t- starting to get busy. And he had come in two days a week and then mm-hmm. those two also days a week, I was only there faded. for a couple hours. And then eventually I just, <laughs> yeah, I just stopped altogether. Hmm. So and then I think I even left some company. tools there. And, huh? and then he had to sell the company. Then he had to sell it. Anyway, yeah. but I think by March or April, you had quit. And at that time... Maybe it was Staghead did like gross six thousand in one month, and we mm-hmm. were like, it went from the December previous to being like, we did two hundred dollars this <laughs> right. year. This yeah. year, this right. year, yeah. In our Etsy 6, store, well, this right. like makeshift business that just 
Yeah. And it had no intention of being what it was. We were yeah. just no. Like, when I first opened the Etsy shop, I had ordered mm-hmm. a bunch of like bone and wood earrings uh, from some internet, like wholesale internet website. And my plan was to sell those at farmers markets and on Etsy. And I, I think I still have the photos of those earrings on this computer. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I listed them on Etsy, and I th- think I sold, I sold at least enough to pay for all the earrings that I ordered, and then maybe some. At first, we were like, we want to be fashion rings. And oh, then, yeah. So he would make designs that were clearly not wedding rings, but they were cool. They were really mm-hmm. cool, yeah. Really, really cool, pretty wedding rings. Very hard to make. Yeah, very <laughs> tedious. Something mm-hmm. you really couldn't wear. I mean, they're so fragile. There's like some really cool double rings yeah. and like really big, flat, round. Big wood ring. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until we marketed them as wedding rings specifically wedding rings mm-hmm. and we started researching seo and how we list our product on there mm-hmm. so it went from 200 dollars a year to either march or april it did six thousand dollars in one month that's awesome mm-hmm. and it was like okay i guess we can make <laughs> the car payment and mm-hmm. that, all the other stuff but then it wasn't like we could just go out and do whatever we wanted to do because it just kept growing yeah and we needed to mm-hmm. keep making those rings mm-hmm. and it gosh every month we would be like there's no way we could do more <laughs> we are maxed out and i think it was in july i think it was july and we were like oh yeah we we're getting ready to leave so we needed to do a bunch of orders before we left mm-hmm. and then when we came i got a bunch oh, of man, orders while we were gone for like 30 hours straight yeah, all night. I mean, now you're much more efficient, and that's. Like, oh yeah, well, I could that do that same. I could do that same amount of work in like eight hours. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I have way nicer tools now. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, faster, yeah. more efficient. Mm-hmm. But um, by August, it had done like twenty thousand. Wow. In a month, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. The okay. first time, well, the first month we did ten. I was like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Holy, we're on. Whoa, yeah. There's and I was and so there, but excited. Like, but and it was like, there, as much as we were working, there's no way. Right. Yeah, I was like, right. I, this is great. But like, I, and, You're and I'll be so happy if this is like, if we mm-hmm. just do 10 grand a month for the rest of forever. Like, that's yeah. fine with me. Yeah. And then the next month we did 20. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> we were in California with her parents and like setting up a new store for them. And, and I think like the final number came in and, it just blew our minds. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is crazy. That's great. I was like, well, we better go home now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at what point did you start, like you stopped going to school to start doing that? Well, I'm trying to think when I, I was still at Weaver State <clears throat> in the art department. That's that spring or that, that no fall? that no for sure that spring okay the spring so sorry yeah that spring Brad's dad died and I think that was the last semester of school I went to mm-hmm. maybe well not. they kicked you out maybe not they kicked her out she didn't have her math so they're like wasn't you can't any, do any more school until you get your any math classes and they had this policy that they don't have anymore because I think it's not yeah because it's do. stupid yeah <laughs> it's so, unconstitutional <laughs> <laughs> they told me that I couldn't attend any more classes until I had progress in my math Mm. but that meant I lost all my scholarships so I had a scholarship that I had earned I uh, submitted work and had earned a scholarship in specifically in art and I got another scholarship from being in the art guild so I was like a person who helped I don't even remember what the art guild did (laughs) I wasn't in very long because I lost my scholarship you guys would uh, organize art shows and other events and yeah we did art shows and we did events and fundraising stuff yeah yeah, and then I also had a Pell Grant for being a 
young, married, poor, forced. <laughs> so I got paid. My my tuition was paid, and I also had enough to pay for like supplies. Right. Oh, okay. So it was really fun. Yeah. Like I went to school for fun, and it wasn't because I was like, I'm gonna have a career in photography. Mm-hmm. It was like I'm having such a good time. I wasn't really thinking about like going right. to school for a career. And then the busier stag had got, um, I just didn't, and after I had dropped out basically, cause I'm like, I'm not going back to school <laughs> just to do math. But I tried, I tried to do the Acer placer and stag had just got so busy. I'm like, this is, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we need, I want to be with Staghead. I can't mm-hmm. just not yes. work on it. And we wake up in the morning and I would get on the computer and I would, answer emails all day long and i well for a little while i was like one man. i was both. like a, a one-man show mm-hmm. for a while emails pretty shipping i was doing pretty everything early on you're like liz you need to get these emails <laughs> well yeah when i got to the point where i'm like i gotta make 10 rings today and yeah. i have I a job and 10 rings wasn't it i don't know but like i just couldn't do a full-time job and yeah, yeah. stag hit and email mm-hmm. like i couldn't oh, do yeah, it yeah. you know so started so I gave you 50% of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do these emails, I'll give you 50%. I'm like Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> like I'll give you I'll give you 20% of my business for that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it just grew and grew and grew and now you have 11 employees. Including we have more me. than 11. I don't think don't so. We? If that's the case, my surprise I'm planning with the customers ruined. Oh my god! <laughs> you have a surprise with a customer? Yes, we're planning a surprise. Oh. He's shipping us all a surprise for getting his <gasps> ring done in time for his proposal. Oh, oh that's so nice. Okay, I'm let's very count. excited. Are you counting? I'm really excited. You're not counting me and Brad, including you guys. It's thirteen. Yeah, we've got a whole whole crew of people that need to support their families. Yeah. Just me. I just need to support myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Like it like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then also at some point during all this, we had children. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. You didn't even touch on that. You got Irish twins. Yep. So. And you didn't work for a little while. Yeah. At all, so I worked really hard for a few years. And, so like five. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Five Amazing. years. And then when our first child was born, I took a year off. Mm hmm deserved it for sure both you some did. people probably wouldn't agree but <laughs> i don't care They're idiots, then. <laughs> they don't matter <laughs> well and once junie was born too i mean i know people do it by themselves mm-hmm. all the time but it was very helpful to have brad around mm-hmm. when i was very pregnant chasing yeah yeah so i still child i guess even when scout was born like i still didn't you weren't it took me a while to yeah. go back to church <laughs> wow still Freudian slip there <laughs> took me a, it still took me a while to go back to work <laughs> that, does that that's mean funny. that church feels like work yeah probably that's probably why I don't like yeah. to go. so it took me a long time still to go back to work oh my like gosh we didn't, we didn't even talk about your guys' trans- transition out of the church got to do that another night <laughs> oh yeah we'll like talk about we, it and like yeah. with, with other yeah. ex-Mormons or whatever for sure so, yeah, so we had kids, and they are way better than Staghead. <laughs> Staghead we should have talked the, about them. Staghead is the first, <laughs> is the first child. Staghead was the first imagine, baby. Imagine me, though, that I got pregnant. I worked all the way up till basically, I delivered Bear, and then mm-hmm. I didn't go. I didn't step foot back in that building yeah, for a long, long. Brad would go in here and there, and then 
gosh, I think it was right before we moved to the new building, I went out and I had seen the shop after it had been built up more because we had so mm. many more employees. I was like, this is... <laughs> oh, yeah, you had not seen so any different. of that. No, it was and very I had different. another child at this point, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just, That's crazy. I, honestly, Staghead, when I was there, and there was a lot less people because it was hard to delegate when you didn't feel like you could even get on top of what you were yes. doing yourself, let alone teach somebody else and stay on top of them. Until mm-hmm. they figured it out. But, like, it was so, 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 so stressful that when I was, like, washed my hands yeah. and basically yep. said, all right, it's yep. <laughs> you're off to college, Staghead. You've got to make this work. God, mama's yeah. got to do something else. <laughs> mama's got to raise the babies. Yeah. I had so much anxiety about even opening Gmail yeah. because I was, oh. just was. Also, yeah. I'm the kind of person that would take things personal yes. yeah which is so hard in customer service it is really really hard you and can't do that and if clients, you want to stay sane yes mm-hmm. and i had a hard time mm-hmm. doing that and then brad would hear my anxieties and then also hear my anger when i would come out to the shop and be like this is made wrong this person's not gonna have their ring and they're really mad at me yes. but i think it's you because i never <laughs> signed my name i would always sign brad's <laughs> name <laughs> yeah you i don't think your name exists almost anywhere no I mean, except for on documents. like the corporate incorporation <laughs> yes, documentation but as far like, as like like customer service yeah. facing things uh-uh. was yeah. all bradley's failures <laughs> failures yeah. i don't th- no I don't if, there was, if there was a failure then it was on you too you know what i mean oh yes yeah, so just like if, a, if, well, if a ring was name. made wrong it that was my failure yeah. i did do that wrong yeah so but we do, overall it was perfect for our relationship to work together because we never were apart we can we can work together we can Mm -hmm. be really upset at the situation and talking uh at each other in an angrily kind of way but we're not mad at each other Mm -hmm. yeah it's not a personal thing it's not like we're mad at each other or we're like i didn't ever i never at least i don't think i ever took anything from work home with me like that's good that's oh this came out like mad about this situation but i never felt like she was no mad at you not like she was ever mad situation i mean like upset obviously that i right if i did do something wrong then you know but really like i think we were able to keep that portion of it pretty professional that's good. That yeah. can be really hard to do. I yeah. think. I. Th- I, I mean, we're still married. People, <laughs> we're still. So. I think some people can't work together because then they can get those egos. Yeah. yeah. And they can take things personally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it came to Staghead. It was like, it was our first child, and we both wanted the, like the best. Yes. Part, and we really didn't take anything personal either way. Mm-hmm. And we were working like dogs. So yeah. If we were short with each other, I think we both gave each other that grace to be like. We're tired. We're yeah. exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Stressed. We're re- yeah. We're really just trying to do our best. Yeah. yeah for a long, long time, like probably longer than it should have been. It was literally just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I would work in the shed in the backyard. <laughs> well, and then I, I worked. Oh, yeah. And you would come out and work too. in the shed, too. And Really? Yeah. Making yeah. rings? Yeah. For oh, far too long. That. I think we had like... The last year that we worked at home, I think it was like half over half a million dollars in sales. <laughs> we worked in the shed. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It was where just we were like, me we cannot do this. Yeah. yeah, cannot do this. When we when we were young and married and did not have money, 
oh, when we can make this many rings, then we can afford a climbing pass at the front. And that'll <laughs> be so great. Well, guess what? We got the money, we got the pass, <laughs> and we never went because we were always so, working. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Friends would call us and be like, hey, you want to go do this? Sorry. I got to ship 30 mm-hmm. rings today or people will be killing us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. These are Our clientele is brides. And yes. This is the biggest day. They yeah, need them. Yeah. If I didn't do that, if I didn't, I feel anyway, though, if I didn't do it that way, if I had done things differently, if mm-hmm. I had brought people on sooner, it that maybe it wouldn't have been the same. Right. Yeah. You know, that's a fair point. Yeah. Like, I can't make the leap to get a building or get more or get these other things, bigger mm-hmm. tools, better tools, True, because paying, paying someone else. else to be here. Yeah. You know, I True. just also I in the moment, I did not feel like because everything I was doing, I was inventing. Mm hmm. I'm inventing new ways to make rings. I'm inventing new ways to seal them and to pop and like everything I was doing, I was coming up with on my own. I you can't go to school to do what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I really didn't know how to teach people how to do it. And so I just was like, man, it's easier to just do everything by myself. Right. And I was like, also like, there's no way I'm going to get busier than this. <laughs> and then here we are. <laughs> busier than that. <laughs> Far busier than that. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, good job. Congratulations <laughs> on your uh, business. <laughs> Thank you. I'm more proud it of my children amazing. personally, but hmm. no. no, that's it's I, also okay to that's be true. Proud of but yourself. I'm very, very proud of Staghead. Yeah, very proud of what we created there, and and proud of how many jobs we're able to provide for mm-hmm. people. So and yeah. the awesome work environment like the fact that it really is a family yeah yeah that's Stag one thing we haven't even mentioned it's the staghead family is yeah. so great you're either in the family or you're an enemy of the family <laughs> and we out, have a lot out. of enemies <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah. we do like seven billion so I don't know. <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun yeah it's mm-hmm. great i really like the atmosphere at staghead most days yeah, yeah. Most yeah. days it's great. Yeah. Even though it's stressful, it's fun and rewarding. Yeah. So to me, that's all that matters. Yeah. Well, and Kelsey, you left your own business to come and work for someone else. You kind of That's how that. great we go. are. I regressed. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, I regret. <laughs> I regret doing that. <laughs> no, I do not at all. I actually, um, I didn't realize how much I missed the social aspect of work until I started working for you guys. Cause forever it was just me by myself for in that little room in Salt Lake four and a half, five years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you get used to it. Red leaf is what it was. Yeah. Red leaf leather for five years. I think it was. She worked out of her mom and dad's house for a while. And then, uh huh. so I still worked for my dad part time, but I didn't want to do that anymore. So then I started the leather stuff part-time and then pretty quickly that got busy enough that I quit working for my dad. Um, so yeah, I worked out of, I worked out of their house for quite a while and then I moved and worked and lived in the same house. house. No, that was actually in Layton. And then I moved to Murray and I lived with our oldest sister, Tressa. And then that's when I got that separate space. So it was like a room in a building that I rented um so yeah it was i loved it i actually really missed that workspace a lot it was i don't it just i was talking to cam about that today like it's just fun to go into 
a old building that has really mm-hmm. pretty hardwood floors and brick, you know, mm-hmm. I, I really loved it. So, um, but yeah, it was, I think at least four, four and a half years that I did that full time. So wow. it, the flexibility of it was nice. Like Heidi and I went to Bali for three weeks <laughs> and yeah. no one could tell me I couldn't go. <laughs> yeah, you too. Hey, don't look at me. <laughs> Um, and so you still went on a three week vacation, so I don't know. (laughs) It was two weeks and yeah, work days, days, but it was you were gone for three three weeks. weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, there were a lot of aspects of it that I loved, but then towards the end, where it would have required more marketing and advertising and SEO stuff, it that was just more than I personally wanted to contribute to it because I didn't love. I didn't really love the work itself. I loved the life that it provided the freedom me. That it provides. Yes. Yeah. And so when you guys again offered to give me a job, I was finally like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I give in. But also at a certain point there, it, the freedom of it goes away uh-huh. completely and you have less yes. freedom. Yeah. So yeah, I think it all worked out. I like my job and I, I like that it, uh, I like that it involved me more in your guys's life. I feel like since I started working there, we've gotten way Staggered. closer. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're part of the family now. Yeah, and yeah. I yeah, and I love my coworkers. So it I'm so glad out. you came to work with us. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Well, guys, thanks for coming and last minute and recording with us and thank listeners. You. Thank you for listening. You were a little uncomfortable at parts, <laughs> but that's understandable. But thanks for being vulnerable anyway.